Welcome once again to our podcast, Redeemed. Uh, the goal and the idea of our podcast is we want to start talking about what it means to live a redeemed Christian life and how that plays out in our own personal life and how that should make a difference. So I really hope that as uh, we're having some conversations about this, that uh, you'll be able to take something from it, implement it into your lives, and that God can use it for you. So hang with us and we'll go ahead and get started. Welcome back to the studio and our podcast, Redeemed. I feel like they're calling it a studio now. Absolutely, it's a studio. It's a classroom in the back of a church. Uh-huh. <laughs> studio. It's a studio. It's my studio. We should take this room and see what people say. <laughs> and my producer has already been yelling at me already about the fact my mic wasn't close enough. It so. wasn't. And then you kept turning the pages of your Bible and all I could hear was... <laughs> Hey, we're I not just wanted to make nice sure things. that you guys knew that I was reading the Bible, all right? Mm-hmm. That's right. We're not built for these <laughs> nice, high-tech <laughs> tools. <laughs> all right. So we're in Luke. Boy, have we been having fun. Yeah. Luke's a good book. I like I like Luke. Um, mostly because I like his perspective on things. Um, if you do a little research on it, you will find out that Luke was a, was a doctor or a physician at that time. Right. And you can see a lot of that kind of play through many of the different stories and the details that he pulls out. Um, that being said, uh, we're looking at chapter 5. And we have Jesus forgives and heals a paralyzed man. He does. Now, I think there's a lot of... <clears throat> Excuse me. Interesting things that happen in this little this little bit of a story here. It doesn't go into a huge amount of detail, but the details are there are pretty cool. So, first of all, we got Jesus. He's teaching, and of course, the Pharisees are there, and uh, they're of course grading him, trying to find some way to trap him, like they always are. And uh, as we discussed earlier, it's always seemed that Jesus had the right answer, and uh, we kind of decided though that it helps if you know what they're thinking. Yeah, if you know if you know what they're what's coming, you've already thought about the answers. You're literally a step ahead. Yeah, exactly. But so the so the uh, Pharisees and teachers of law are there. They're sitting there, and they're of course they're grumbling and grading Jesus. And uh, Jesus uh, is there, and he's healing the sick. And uh, some men came, and they were carrying their friend. I think these friends are important to note because they were carrying their paralyzed friend, which first of all probably was a chore. I mean, yeah, it's probably heavy. Um, I'm sitting next year at Michael, and there's no way I'd want to try to carry him. No, no. you're on your own. So, Sorry, you're on your own. You need better friends. You know? yeah. yeah. And then on top of that, when they got there, the place where he was, he was kind of sitting in a house type thing. Uh, they couldn't get in. They couldn't see. They couldn't get in. It's packed. Yeah. Too many people. Now me, I just put up. Sorry, dude. Give it up and turn we around. Home. Better luck next okay. year, dude. Better luck. We'll try to kiss Jesus another time. Uh, but no, 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 no. These friends were determined, and they took him up on the roof and they created a hole and uh, dropped him down right in front of yeah. Jesus. Well, lowered they lowered, him, him. lowered him right in there. I mean, I don't know could... if they dropped him down. No. <laughs> okay, so it was lowered. Good luck. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hope you land right. Yeah. And as and as part of that, he landed right in front of Jesus, and due to that, he uh, he was healed. Jesus healed the paralyzed, and then also he had throughout that whole thing, he had a discussion with the Pharisees who were there. They were even more upset because Jesus what forgave their sins, uh-huh. and they didn't like that at all because in their mind, Jesus was not who the Messiah was supposed to be. And so the fact that he was forgiving sin was something that they deemed. 
uh, something that he shouldn't have been able to do. Yeah, it says the sacrilegious. There we go. That's what yep. I'm looking yeah. for. And the, the Pharisees, who is this fellow who speaks blasphemy? Who can forgive sins but God alone? And then it even says that Jesus knew what they were thinking. <laughs> and just... It's, it's interesting from the point of the Pharisees, did they ever get tired of being wrong? And just constantly being made to look a fool every time every time it's like, it's like tom and jerry the cat, nev- <laughs> the cat never wins but no. he always tries he always tries <laughs> it's just like do you that's guys ever get tired <laughs> yeah yeah that's a great analogy uh, and apparently not because they kept coming back and coming back yeah i mean every that's, time that's fair but it's just like so guys take the l and go home mm-hmm. let it go man so we had this altercation, and all of a sudden Jesus forgives her sin. And of course, Jesus is making the point that he has the power over what? To he has the power to heal and to forgive sins. Correct. And so he was uh, proving his authority, if you will. So uh, the man's sins were forgiven. Jesus tells him to what? Get up and walk. Yeah. I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. And go home. <laughs> all right. So. The things I find interesting, of course, are the fact that Jesus here has the authority to forgive sins, which is important, okay? Which means he has the power to forgive our sins as well, which as a redeemed Christian, that's freaking important. I was going to say that's, that is critical to the steps. Right, right. Because if Jesus couldn't forgive our sins, then we're kind of back to square one. All right. So Jesus forgives our sins. Crucial to everything we know in Christianity. Yes. But more than that... Um, <clears throat> These people came to Jesus to have their friend healed, or the guy came so that he could be healed, depending on which perspective you're looking from. Uh, sometimes I think in this world that we take Jesus out of the equation sometimes when, we get, uh, when we're talking about sickness and things like that. Um, a lot of times we'll put people in the prayer chain and things like that to pray for them. Right. And uh, personally, I have seen where Jesus has, you know, miraculously done some healing. It's amazing. Yeah. It just uh, stumps the doctors because they don't know what happens. And I'm sitting there going, eh, yeah, I don't uh-huh. know. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you guys don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I think that we run too quickly to doctors instead of to Jesus, who is, by all accords, the great physician. Yes. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's, there is nothing in this world that Jesus can't heal or make better. Amen. Now, with that, you have to take it with a grain of salt, if you will, because <laughs> it doesn't mean that he is going to heal everything. Correct. And there are still some times where it's like, hey, if my leg is just broken in half and it's sticking out, let's head on to the doctor. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's go see what the doc thinks. Let's see what they have to say. Yeah. Absolutely. Doctors have their place. Correct. Okay? And and I would take a step further that God has given them the knowledge to yes. be able to to uh, to do that, to make our lives better. You know yep. what I'm saying? But that being said, they probably, you know, on certain things, they probably shouldn't be our first place to run to. You Absolutely. Know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, and sometimes when you're, uh, uh, I've known people who were sick and the Lord decided that that was not something he was going to do, was going to heal them. But through that whole process of struggling with that sickness or that injury or whatever it was, uh, they were able to minister to more people than they ever could. Yeah. When they were uh, healthy. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you get a whole new audience when you're sick and you're at the doctor all the time. And you have a different perspective on things. Yeah, that too. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And sometimes I think God does that kind of stuff just to shake us around and bring us back to uh, he's the one in control. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But God's got a, a purpose and a design for everything in our life. 
And if it is the fact that we're supposed to get sick or get injured and it's something that we have to live with for the rest of our life, no matter how long or short that may be, I rest in the fact knowing that he's got a plan for that. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That there's somebody I'm supposed to minister to. There's someone I'm supposed to say something to, I guess, if you will. But through it all, he's got a plan and he wants me to accomplish that plan. Yeah. So with that, with that being said, as a redeemed Christian, you know, it is great that we uh, uh, we take a moment and just take these kind of ailments and things that we have to the Lord and ask him for, for healing as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Don't throw doctors out. Right. Because it is amazing that the knowledge that God has given them. Yeah. But at the same time, he is a great physician. and He is the one that can heal every, anything and everything. There's, there's, there's nothing... Nothing too big that he can't. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes there comes a point where doctors don't know what else to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the only thing you can do is pray. Yeah. And that's and all you got. Yep. And if the Lord then decides that this is what he wants, then he'll do so. Yep. If not, then we have to live with the consequences of what that is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And there's times he'll leave the, doc- leave the doctors without an answer on purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And be like, bam! Uh-huh. Healed. Exactly. Healed. Exactly. And I've seen that many a times uh-huh. when the doctors are stumped. And who gets the glory? For the moment, God does. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because we really know where the healing came from. So don't always just... <laughs> God's the great physician. Yes. And don't ever forget that. If you have ailments or things like that, be constantly bringing them before the Lord and uh, see what he can do for you, too. That doesn't mean go home and go into your medicine cabinet and throw all your medicine out. I'm not saying that. <laughs> yep. Don't okay. need Don't need that anymore. Yeah. But at the same time, I do believe that uh, if we have enough faith in, in some things, I, I think the Lord would be willing to heal us if we would trust him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of the time, like you were talking about, these ailments are in our lives for a reason. <laughs> Absolutely. It's going to put us in front of people that we never would have Mm-hmm. Talk to before, whether it's doctors, nurses, mm-hmm. people in the waiting room. We don't know. Mm-hmm. That's the point of the prayer. Yep. Uh, Paul is another good example because he said he had a thorn in his a thorn in his flesh. Yeah. And I kind of am one to believe that it was some kind of ailment that he had, and God gave it to him because why? Because he didn't want him to get too big of a head. Uh-huh. And he was doing too good of a job. Yep. And God wanted to keep him humble. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes there are things in our life that God puts there because why? He's trying to train us to, to be better. Yeah. Sometimes so, we need to be slowed down. Exactly. So don't throw your medicines out. Don't quit going to the doctor. But just remember that you do have a great physician on your side who can not only forgive sins, but he can heal as well. Thanks for joining us. And remember, you can connect with us in person every Sunday at 8 a.m. and 9.45 a.m. And online with Instagram and Facebook. And the daily Bible readings are on the website, Church.com. Once again, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time.